Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Well, we were just mentioning homeless there, homelessness uh, with uh, Dr. May Mannix and over 200 people have been homeless across Limerick City and County at any given time since the beginning of this year. In January, a 69-year-old Polish man, Iggy, who was sleeping rough at the time, died in a laneway in Limerick City in freezing cold temperatures. Indeed, we remember that sad event. Support and help for the homeless is here in Limerick, whether that be through organisations such as Simon or Pieta House or the tireless work of local volunteers. But the rising cost of rent and affordable housing is becoming increasingly difficult for people and our own Sarah Coleman has been looking at the homeless crisis here in Limerick and chatted to two women about their experiences we're just a number to them that's all it is a number and that's disgraceful that's like you going homeless and put a number on you you don't want that number on you I don't want that number on me do you know what I mean I'm not a piece of paper I'm a human being with feelings and rights and my, my voice has not been heard. That was Limerick woman Tracy Kelly there speaking outside Thomond House Hostel in Limerick where she has been living for the past nine months. Tracy is a mother of four and has been homeless for three years now and is desperately searching for a place to call her own. The latest report from the Department of Housing shows that during the week of the 22nd to the 28th of March this year, 215 people were homeless across Limerick City and County. Tracy explains the circumstances which led to her ending up on the streets. My partner and myself joined claims at the time and he went back to Cologne with all the money and because I didn't have the rest of the rent to put in for the hat payment your man just came along and changed the locks on me so I moved into my adoptive parents and the social workers weren't happy with it so love and behold I uplifted my children and went on and threw me into Torment House and I've been here ever since. For three years? Well not for three years, yeah. I had the children but it, it wasn't for a drug addiction and alcohol addiction. It was genuinely over a mental assessment. Mm. I was two weeks after miscarrying before yeah. they took my children. They never took that into consideration. Taught me to come in here that I'd get a place that someone would help me. I'm here eight to nine months now. So you stay here every night? Every night. And what? With shit on the walls. I was just about to say, what, what's it like staying here? Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. We called home and house hookers. Like, there was no one in there who hooker or a prostitute. Mm. No one. They're all respectable women. But a lot of people have a lot of problems. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't blame them from going down that way. But at the same time, I don't want to go down that path. And I'm being labelled for going down that path. And I'm not going down that path. And how many women are in there, roughly? About 60. Okay. And are, are they all long-term in there? or? Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of government support or support from the council, what's your own thoughts on it? They do f- all for us. We just left there. They do f- all for us. They just leave us in there. And did you have a period where you were sleeping rough before you got into the home and house? Yes. Or? When I lost my children first, I did. Yeah. I sat in with my ex-partner around the place and I said it to the social workers, whatever, and they turned around and said, go into the home and house, it's the only place for you now. So, and have you tried any other um, hostels or services? There's no other. This is the cleanest one going. And but that's what they say, it's the cleanest one going. Yeah. But there isn't, because I had to point out that there was sh- in the walls twice. I had to point it out to her. Then there was sh- in the floor and she tried to say it was hair dye. Was anything done about it? Just right, that was it. Access to food and medication is also an issue for those who are homeless. This woman, who did not wish to be named, lost her home last year and after a period of staying on her friend's couch, is now living at Thomond House Hostel. She works as a frontline healthcare worker and describes her experience of what it's like to be homeless. The room is tiny. I'm not complaining about the smallness, but... Is it a room to yourself? Yeah, 
but it's very uncomfortable. Okay. And the bed is actually broken. And uh, the mattress it sinks inside my back. It's killing me. And then the first week, I stayed a whole week with no bulb, proper bulb. There was a bulb in there, and that bulb is like a flashlight. Okay. I have eye problems. I can't use that. So half the time I would be turning it off. I'm in darkness. And then hmm, food. I know I can't choose, but I was saying to exempt the rent because we pay rent. How much do you pay? 90, 90 euro a, a week. So I said, why don't you exempt the money for food from there? She said, oh, it works out. You're only paying 12 euro a day. So that's really not. But and it's you're not, paying that 90 euro out of your own wages? Yeah. Okay. I do. Then another thing I, don't, I didn't like actually, and that I really was going to ring my GPM on tablets. And I was as soon as you arrive, you asked, and you have to hand in your tablets. I'm a person who works in the hospital. I know the safety around medication. Yeah. I don't see why my medicine should be kept. Yeah, I just okay. feel like I'm being disabled. I have to do. They have to do everything for me. And in terms of getting the house, what's the what's your process on that? Or have you are you anywhere near to maybe getting a house? Are you hopeful, really? I, I don't really know. What I know, my the whole thing to approve me for HAP. If I'm approved for HAP, I have to look for a house. Yeah. Most landlords don't accept HAP, so that's another problem. Yeah. If they don't accept, that means I'm staying, continue staying here, like, because I'm not eating properly, and the noise level is high for me. I can't work in 12 hours after I didn't. Mostly I sleep only two or three hours. Okay. And um, do you have any hope that the government or the council will help you? Or? I'm just hoping they do, because if not, I don't know what to do. Clement House Hostel were contacted for a response to these claims and in a statement to Live 95 News, the hostel, which was established in 1994, said that the objective of the service is to offer homeless women with nowhere to go secure accommodation and a service that will work with them to address their housing and support needs. Damage to furniture and toilets, which include incidences of human faeces on the floor and walls, may occur from time to time and their staff and maintenance deal with them as soon as they come to to their attention. Food is served from 9am to midnight and is closed at night due to health and safety risks. However, they state that there is unlimited access to tea, coffee and snacks at all times. The hostel also states that medication is kept from women to ensure that meds are taken as prescribed and are not shared or stolen by others. Residents in receipt of a full social welfare payment of €203 pay €90 per week, with those on €100 a week paying €35. Meanwhile, it was recently reported that there are more vacant council houses in Limerick then there are people who are registered as homeless. 297 properties belonging to Limerick City and County Council are vacant, but 157 of them are in need of refurbishment before they can be occupied. Declan Crow, Secretary and Volunteer with Limerick Treaty Suicide Prevention, explains what he would like to see done with vacant houses and buildings in Limerick. If it is somebody suffering from addiction, then this shelter is for a person with addiction but with support services provided to help them recover from their addiction or get a grip on their addiction. If it's somebody who's homeless for through lack of employment, lack of funds, then a shelter for those where there's support that can help them get back to work, like some MABs to help them with their finances. So they can, you can have a broad range of support rather than just going 
here is a bed. Now, yes, here a bed is exceptionally important, but it's the safety, the security, and where you can go from after you get that bed. We have met people who are afraid to go to shelters because they don't consider them safe. We have met people who just don't believe they'd be accepted into shelters because they feel, oh, nobody listens to us. Nobody cares. It's not our role that we were established for, but they're part of our community. We can't turn our back on these people. Some powerful contributions there in that piece by Live 95's Sarah Coleman. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.